welcome into another edition of the Six Rings Podcast. I am Chris Scheim, joined by Andy Hart and Nick Fitzstevens. They're super confused at my intro, but that's okay, because this is a bonus podcast. That's why I have the microphone here, and they don't, because this is a bonus episode. That was my idea. So what we're going to do today, we've talked about Patriots all effing week, and we talk about the Patriots all effing next week. So you want to know what we're going to do? We're going to go around the NFL. We're going to tell you some of our favorite games of the weekend probably two or three from each of us and give you maybe a couple picks that we really like in the game as well. Talking spreads over unders prop bets, whatever you like pick of the hat, whatever you want. Uh, so we will start with the one and only Nick Fitzy Stevens Fitzy. What's the first game you're looking at this weekend? I got to tell you the first game I'm looking at this weekend, since we're going to have to all make our way through the quagmire and sludge of Patriots Steelers. I'm looking for some offense and you know where I'm going for that offense where America went for its automotive ingenuity. What made America drive? The great city of Detroit. And I am going out for the commandos against the Lionhearts for some offensive action and a really exciting game. Last week, 73 points were scored at a sold-out Ford Field. The Eagles escaped with the 38-35 dub. Dan Campbell's got Dan Campbell's Lions. They never give up. They never surrender. I love a football team like that. And I'll tell you who was one of the more interesting watches last week as well. The ups and downs, the bipolarity of the commander's offense under Carson Wentz. He throws picks on back-to-back plays, then leads two scoring drives, finding Mike Giardi's boy, Jahan Dotson, on two of the three passes he intended for him for touchdowns. There's a nice guy on the rookie watch. How come we can't get receivers like that? Be that as it may. The over-under in this game, 48 I'm, and a half. I'm kind of all in on, but I'll tell you what, this is not my over of the week. This is my win of the week. The good people of Detroit who have endured the most recent winless season in the NFL all the way back in 2008, who are just dying for a team that mirrors their fight, their grit, and their resilience. They get the win this week in a game that I think sails past the over. I think the Lions will win something along the lines of like 30 to 27, 31-28. It's a barn burner. It's a great watch, surprisingly. And the Lions get the dub. So give me the Lions covering the one and a half point spread Sunday at one. It's an interesting game. Uh, Fitzy, you happen to be riding with the public. From, per our friends over at the Action Network, Alliance currently getting 82% of the money wow. in this game. And then on top of that, the over is getting 91% of the money right now in that game. Uh, that, that total has gone up four points since it opened. Uh, it's gone from 44 and a half to 48 and a half. So the Lions were are, actually third best in, in uh, offensive EPA last week, which is a shocker as well. Yeah. So you are rocking with the public. Andy Hart, what's the first game you're looking at this weekend? So uh, as our listeners may know, I am a, uh, a good citizen of Massachusetts. So I'm waiting for gambling to be legalized before I really dive into this. But it was actually a family discussion in my household the other night how much my son and I are looking forward to getting the damn app whenever the crap hits the fan in Massachusetts. Amen. And my wife was like, hey, what do you mean? And I was like, don't you worry about it. We're just going to have some fun. Um, but and she popped I, you in the chops afterwards and said, don't ever say don't worry about it. Don't again. encourage gambling <laughs> on, a, on a minor. Never um, talk to me that way in front of the children again. So we spent some time in our regular Six Rings podcast, obviously talking about Steelers, Bengals. You guys know I am a big, big Joe Burrow guy. I think he is truly special. Um, and I referenced it in that podcast. I think his face at the end of that game, after he threw four picks, after they still had the chance to win on multiple occasions in overtime, watched his special teams fall apart. Well, they're playing the Cowboys, who don't have a quarterback, 
whose uh, defense, I think, has the potential to be a big play both ways kind of defense where they can make some plays, give up some plays uh, on the season. They're a transitional team right now, and I don't trust the Dallas Cowboys. I never do. I, I think when the going gets tough, the Cowboys crap their pants. It's why they don't win in the postseason as an organization under Jerry Jones. So I have Joe Burrow, who I think is special and a man on a mission this week to put on a show, and I have the Cowboys trying to figure out who the hell they are until Dak gets back. There's some question as to Ezekiel Elliott and Rolls, and if you watch the game the other day, I thought CeeDee Lamb didn't catch the ball very well. He, is, he looked ooh, not good. Boy. No, and he's he did not look like a number one target number at one all. Role. So put that all together. I think my Bengals and my boy Joe Burrow go to Dallas and have a statement coming off a bad loss to open the season. People are like, oh, see, Super Bowl hangover. They suck on this. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow are going to put up 40-plus points on the Dallas Cowboys' vaunted defense wow. and cover with ease. I was going to say, with a 7.5-point spread, you think they cover yep. that? Wow. How about, so, that's a good defense, Andy. That's a really good – that's a surprisingly good Dallas okay. defense. I So I, I like this pick, Andy. I actually have the Bengals in a teaser – um, not mm. to, you know, not to spill my hand at all or not that anybody cares about my bets, but I do have the Bengals in a teaser. This, this total has bounced around a little bit to it opened originally prior to the Dak injury at the Bengals being underdogs. As soon as Dak got hurt, they went yeah. up to being favorites, six point favorites. It was up to eight yesterday. It's back down to seven. Now, uh, we saw some Cowboys money come in at eight. Uh, so that's why I came back down to seven, but the money is close to even it's 56, 44, pretty close on both sides there. Um, but I like where your head's at. I just, I don't see how the reigning AFC champion loses to Mitch Trubisky and Cooper rush and back-to-back weeks. Right. I don't see it. I'm with you. Um, it's not my pick of the week, but I, I understand why you are on the Bengals. I know you love that team. And Andy, uh, to your point so. about CD lamb real quick, Michael Gallup was practicing this week. I know he's coming off the ACL surgery and, and recovery. Uh, he's actually going to put on full pads for practice. So I know he's questionable for Sunday, but there's a chance he comes in, which will draw at least respectable coverage. I mean, Jalen Tolbert and the rest of the bums and stiffs that they trotted out there. Schultz and Pollard make for better receiving options than a CD lamb who doesn't look pretty ready for prime time. And then flotsam and jetsam at receiver. If Gallup is back out there, it makes a little bit of a difference. That said, does it make enough of a difference to stop nope. an angry Bengals team that, like you said, is going to be on a mission? I think the easiest team to get you sucked into a multi-team teaser this week, Shime, agree with you on that one, has got to be the Bengals. Yeah, uh, and so my pick this week, my favorite game is uh, a 1 o'clock game, and that's the it's my Super Bowl pick. It's the Baltimore Ravens and Miami Dolphins. Uh, this game is going to be good for a multitude of reasons. One, uh, I want to see how good the Dolphins actually are, and I want to see – how good Lamar is going to be against the defense. It's pretty good. We saw them last week against the Patriots. His defense is capable. I want to see Lamar against a team like this and not the Jets. The Baltimore Ravens are only three and a half point favorites at home. I don't think that's enough. I think the Ravens kind of run through this team. But I, I think the most interesting thing for me is, is not only do I get to see the Ravens against an actual competition, not the Jets this week, on top of that, uh, it's a good look ahead for week three for the Patriots, seeing as they will welcome the Ravens into Gillette as the home opener. Because if the Ravens come in and absolutely curb stomp the Miami Dolphins, the Patriots are going to be shaking in their jimmies. It is not going to be good. Uh, and I, uh, I'm i excited to see what Lamar has for that Miami defense. I got to be honest with you, Shime. I don't. Okay. I'll uh, I'll tip my hand as to one of my overs and unders this week. I believe the under 
or rather the over-under is 45 right now for Dolphins. All right, 44 and a half. I couldn't love, I think more than I love the under in Patriots Steelers, which is only 40 and a half right now. I couldn't love the under in this game enough because the offensive line for the Ravens is a little banged up and Miami's got a pretty aggressive defense and Josh Boyer did a nice job containing, if not, you know, suffocating Mac Jones week one. Obviously, this is a better offense than what the Patriots have trotted out to date. But I also think Tua is going to get absolutely mollywopped by this Baltimore Ravens defense. And they've got the corners to keep up with Tyreek and Waddle as well. I see a very low scoring game. I think the Ravens win. I like them by more than three and a half. I don't think the Dolphins get to more than 10 or 13 points. I could see a 20 to 10, 2013 type of game, which gives you a Ravens cover and the under. Yeah, yeah. I love the Ravens cover. This was my other yeah. choice. Um, some of it, again, is probably reactionary that I don't really think the Dolphins are all that good. And um, a theme here with my quarterbacks, I do think Lamar is a man on a mission. I think hey. there's a bee in his bonnet. Even this week, the whole, like, I'm done talking about my contract. He's he's kind of been the nice guy all along. I think he's ready to just put on an absolute. I was actually a little disappointed on opening day. I thought he was going to have, like, I predicted a three touchdown, really 100 yards performance, like rushing. I think, I don't think the Dolphins are ready for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. So that I don't think I think that wow. that number is too low. I I agree with you Andy. I um and and Fitzy, I actually I'm not going to touch the total because I think there's a chance the Ravens put up a 40 burger on their own. Like I, I a couple years Whoa. ago, I think it was the 2019 season we saw the Ravens beat down on the Dolphins like 44 to 20. Like that this could easily be like yep. 48 to 14 at the end of the day. Uh, Holy just, smokes. I am. I am so ready for the Ravens. The second half last week for Lamar looked awesome. Throwing the football. He looked great. It's not yeah, going to be bomb rainy. To Bateman was great. It's not going to be. And the one to uh, Devin Duvernay, like both yeah. of those sh shots were awesome throws. Uh, it's not going to be rainy and gross. Like it was in New York last week. It is going to be a nice day in Baltimore. And I think Lamar is just going to explode. So let me give you a couple of, uh, I likes this week. Um, uh, like I said, I like the under in Patriot Steelers, but we covered that on the traditional six rings pod. I like the Rams to cover their 10 point spread against the Falcons. I know the Fal Falcons were sneaky competitive and should have won the opener at home against the Saints. Good effort by them. Dismal first half by the Saints as well. Uh, I can't figure out for love or money which way I want to go in Bucks Saints. So it's probably reeking of unless you have to do like a work pick em pool staying away. The one I like the most, I like a lot, very much, uh, the over in cards at Raiders. It's currently sitting at 51 and a half. You tell me who's actually going to play defense in this game. Yeah, I. Uh, it's nobody. That's the thing. So um, one of my actually next picks, uh, if, fun fact, by the way, there's 80% of the public is on the over in that game as well. Uh, what, what, why am I so bait? Does that make me a basic bitch when it yes, comes to Yes, 100%. Oh. That's what exactly about basic? You you're a bitch. What? But uh, my no, favorite again, bet. If people are talking to you, they'll say, excuse me, dumb, dumb in the corner. It's your turn to speak. My favorite bet uh, is, is actually a prop in that game. I love the Devontae Adams over, and it's a really high number. It's 93 and a half. He'll have that I, in the first half. I still want the over. <laughs> he had a crap load of yards and targets last week, and 
I need to say this again. I've said it now at least 10 times and people still aren't listening to me. The last time these two guys played together was in Derek Carr's senior year of college where he threw for over 50 or 5,000 yards and 50,000 50, yards in a season, 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. And Devante had 1,700 yards and 24 touchdowns. So I would just like to, I would like people to remember that these guys have a prior connection. You saw how good they are in week one, and now they get the worst secondary. I don't, I cannot stress this enough. The worst secondary in football in the Arizona Cardinals. Devontae Adams is probably going to have 150 yards. It's, it, it's going to be insane. So do you like boy Hunter Renfro? That game? I, I, I don't like the five and a half. That's a large spread. What, I like what a Raiders great teaser, line, though, but... Shime. How about the teaser? Like Bengals and Raiders? Come on now. Yeah, you think I, the Raiders like... are going to start 0-2? No, 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 no. I think the Raiders win the game. I don't know if they cover, but I definitely think they win the game. This could actually be very similar to the Kansas City-Arizona game last week where the Raiders get up like 24 points and then Arizona scores to make it look like it was somewhat competitive, but it really wasn't. Andy, that's where uh, the old phrase backdoor cover comes into play. It's never that close, and yet you allow them a couple of gimmies and some prevent defense yep. touchdowns in the second half. And next thing you know, you thought you had money in the bank, and you get screwed like you went through the drive-thru. Next thing you know, you threw your phone through your TV. Andy, you got any more games you're uh, interested in watching this weekend? Um, I I'm interested, and, and I don't know if I would feel confident in it, but the the Colts-Jags, Colts, Jags, Colts uh, mm. minus three and a half. Can't get a feel for that one. I, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Colts. Because I'm leaning towards the Jags sort of being the Jags. And certainly the questions are starting to swirl uh, about their quarterback, their generational second-year quarterback and Matt Ryan and all that. But the one thing that concerns me there is a field goal game or a slightly more field goal game for a team that just got rid of their kicker um, concerns me a little bit. But if I had to pick it, uh, I would definitely go Colts in that one to cover the three and a half. I, is, but, some but, people think they're a great team. Some people think they're a, like a Ty Law had him as their Super Bowl pick. Right. So wow. if, if they're going to be a they top had Gilmore. three team, um, they need to get their you know what together. But the one other concern there is for decades, those have been weird games between the Colts and the Jags in that rivalry. So there's yep. there's a lot the of Jaguars won last year to bounce them out of the playoffs. Yeah, yep. but that's because they had the they had Carson Wentz syndrome. So that's I not mean really Matt their Ryan fault. did not look much better than Carson mm -hmm. Wentz last week. He, he looked better to towards the end of the game. And I will say it's not Trevor Lawrence's fault that Travis Etienne forgot how to catch the ball and had Two multiple open wheel route mm -hmm. touchdowns available to him that he dropped and crapped the bed on Andy. Uh, I'd also like to point out to bolster your point, I hate agreeing with you or trying to support you or prop you up in any of these uh, expositions, Andy, but or exhibitions. But uh, Dar don't call me Darius. Shaquille Leonard, all-star linebacker for the Colts, should be getting back to action this week. And that does not bode well for nope. the rushing attack or short passing game of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I think I also the Colts are actually you know kind of like the chalk pick here. I, well, actually, fun fact, uh, the Jaguars currently getting 81% of the money really? from the public. Yeah, it's surprising, right? Ooh. I brought this up to Mutt as well. Um, That's a, really a lot, interesting. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people are on the Jaguars, I think, Why? just because they're like home dogs. I mean, the Jaguars got a ton of money last week, too, against the Commanders. Uh, I was one of those people that was like, oh, I'm buying in, and now I'm not. I am. I, I also bought into the Colts last week, and they screwed me. Right. So, I mean, I, I don't really know which way to go with this one, but yeah, as – as a as a guy who currently is in a I'm betting against the public at all opportunities, um, better I, I can I can assure you that I would also be with the Colts in this game. Uh, 
a contrarian take from Chris Scheim. Who'd have thunk it? Right. But uh, that'll uh, that'll do it for some of the games we're loving and looking at this weekend. Thanks so much for tuning in to this bonus episode of the Six Rings Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Six Rings Pod. You can email us, sixringspod at gmail.com. And please, subscribe, rate, review. Let us know what you think of me, how much you hate me, how much you love Andy, or how much you love Fitzy, or how much you hate all three of us. Any of the above works. Uh, please let us know what you think and uh, enjoy your football weekend. And make sure to tune in to the Six Rings post game show following the Patriots Steelers game on Sunday on WEI, hosted by Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. We'll talk to you guys after the game on Sunday. See ya. Go, my Meow. teams. <laughs>